Let's try not. I'll try not to open off on a tangent. <laughs> One and all, welcome to the new episode of Dakota Boys Talk Movies, where tonight, today, this afternoon, this morning, whenever you are listening, we are going to be talking about movies that we don't like, that it seems like a majority of people do. So kind of a flip of what we did on the previous episode, and just kind of going the other way with it, where these are movies that it just feels like, for the most part, Critics and audiences kind of were holding hands all in one, saying these were these were I don't know what that was these were pretty good movies, but we didn't feel that that was so at least in our opinions. Yeah, as always, these are opinions. We're not going to be cinemaphiles today. We're going to be cinema haters, I guess. But we feel like we could make a strong enough case. We'll maybe make you rethink these movies a little bit. Who knows? So we each did three again. So Dakota, let's start with you this time. What is your first movie? All right, man. What's your first uh, piece of garbage? <laughs> I'm going to let the haterade flow right off the bat. The Wolverine. Okay. It came out. People clamored to see it. I was one of those people who was actually generally excited to see it. Went to the cinema couldn't wait for the movie to just be over so I could so I could leave and go home and like <laughs> try to sleep and forget that I saw this crap. Wow. Yeah. You hated it that much, huh? Well, where do I begin? I mean, I guess it it boils down to the fact that uh I remember uh reading and quite loving uh the Frank Miller Chris Claremont story it's based off of where Wolverine goes to Japan. Falls in love with a Yakuza boss's daughter. Uh, some mishaps ensue, and he ends up getting the crap kicked out of him. And his his the love of his life at that point was taken away. And yeah, and you know, going in theaters, I just kind of had hopes that it would be a story similar to that. And then what boils what it boiled down to was Wolverine just went to Japan, and it was like okay. Um, very, very little was kind of shared between the two stories of the point where they were, you couldn't really compare them to one another. Huh. And they threw in kind of just so much weird, random, mutant stuff. It was just like, what's the po- what was the point of all that? Just to have more mutants running around your movie to make it feel like an X-Men movie? They were just bragging that they can use the term mutants. <laughs> and then the third act comes and happens. And at this point, at that point in time, I was just like shaking my head like, what the hell am I watching? <laughs> of course, everyone else was just like, eyes were just glued to the screen. Like they were watching Jurassic Park for the first time. <laughs> yeah. And maybe that's where I'm different than you because I, I, I like this movie for the most part. 
But maybe it's because I didn't have as much of a tie to the comic. Yeah. And maybe that's maybe that's where the difference is. I did read Origin, and what made that's what made me excited for the first Wolverine solo movie. And then I was like, ugh, ugh, <laughs> like it was nothing like that comic at all. Not even remotely close. Uh, not even capturing the spirit of it, honestly. And so, uh, so maybe that's that's where I am with that one too. Although I feel like a lot of people just hated that movie for a lot of reasons. But yeah, that's interesting. The Wolverine, huh? Yeah, I was. Yeah, when I found out that uh, uh, the director was going to be returning to kind of end the the Logan saga for Logan, I was kind of just like, "Oh, great, here we go again." <laughs> but did he let you down that time? No, it was it was actually quite quite a com- tear jerking movie. I feel like it was because. James Mangold got to do what he wanted to do on that movie, whereas I think in the Wolverine, he had to fall a little bit in the, what the studio wanted him to do. Yeah, I, <laughs> I just, I don't know. Uh, that's the only explanation I come up with, because the film, you know, you can watch like the first two thirds of that film, and it, it'd be enjoyable, but the ending dropped it, dropped the ball pretty hard. Yeah, it did. Yeah. And yeah, it just. Boom, ruined the whole experience for me. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so the Wolverine. All right. Well, my first my first movie goes to one that people really have a strong attachment to. So this this is dangerous territory I'm walking into here, but it's Bambi. Oh lord. I hate with a capital H in a capital A, capital T, capital E Bambi. I feel like it's supposed to be this coming-of-age tale, and I guess is a coming-of-age tale, but really what it ends up being is just shining this light that hunters are like evil people. And it ends up being almost more highly focused on that and causing these reactions to where Bambi's left on his own because his mother gets shot. And then I'm hoping that it was also supposed to take place, or if it was just like the animators didn't think about it. I guess there are some places where you can hunt deer in the spring, but Bambi's mom is shot in the spring, which in some places would be poaching. <laughs> so I'm hoping they're not alluding to that, and that that was just like maybe it was a place where you can hunt deer in the spring, <laughs> or we don't know the time period of this movie. You got to remember, this is back in the 50s, 60s? Yeah, I don't know when it was made. It doesn't matter. It's <laughs> stupid. Oh, wow. It's stupid, and they just make all these other characters that are, like, cute, and it's just, like, doesn't matter. Like, it's the skunk that's cute, <laughs> like, flower or something, and Thumper, the annoying rabbit that smacks its foot everywhere. Just dumb. I'm just gonna hate on everything in this movie. I would just like to say I am very loosely affiliated with this man. <laughs> I don't even care. I hate Bambi. It is so like purposefully make you tear jerky. It can just go die for all I care, and it just makes me hungry to eat <laughs> venison. <laughs> so. That's how I feel about Bambi, and I'm, oh. I'm stopping there. Oh, Lordy, I'm not touching this one, man. I got to pass. <laughs> so let's see. What's your next movie, Dakota? Uh, I'm, I'm just leaving I'm just leaving that one to die with his with <laughs> Bambi's mom. We're going from... It was delicious, by the way. 
We're going from one classic to another alleged classic, I guess. <laughs> alleged. I say that because this movie does not deserve classic status, and lovers of this movie have given it that status, and the people who just don't care are are casually using it <laughs> as, oh, yeah, that film's a classic. I'm like, no, it's not. Shut your mouth. <laughs> I am referring to Titanic. <laughs> James Cameron's Titanic. Social media has helped more people, I think, get on your side when everybody realizes they could have both laid on the door. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, there's so many reasons to not. Oh, yeah. You can go. Like this well, movie. this movie's so long. You can go back hours before that and say why this movie's terrible. Yes, this was the actual sinking of the Titanic was a horrible, horrible uh, situation. There was just sadding, sad loss of life. It's horrible women, children. It's horrible. I don't even care about the corporations that happened that just lost money on the thing. I don't care about you corporations. But I I, I feel like the there's well go ahead. This is your movie. Okay. But to make a movie about it and to spend so much time worrying about the details and getting everything right and then the actual story isn't about the Titanic. It's about these lovers who, in real life, I don't think even would have looked each other in the eye as they were passing each other, much less in a movie. It just it just blows my mind how people instantly just were like, oh, they belong together. It's like, no, they don't. They'll find each other in the afterlife <laughs> that they're back on the sunken ship. Yeah, all their all their their loved ones and family that passed on. Nah, they don't screw them. We're back with the architect of the Titanic on our on our ghost ship. Oh man, it was just so much not to. Oh, you know, I'm I'm actually a fan of Billy Zane. (laughs) Yes, and he just it's like he's trying to be the biggest a hole he could be in this movie. But you like him more than anyone. You know, he's, he still is greater than anyone else in this movie. <laughs> yeah, you 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 like him, but at the same time it's like, dude, it's hard to root for you. Like, why? You're making it hard, Billy, but you're so sexy. <laughs> it's like when he grabs the gun out of his 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 chauffeur or whoever that guy was. Oh yeah, like his hitman <laughs> chauffeur. Yeah, what and, the heck was up with that? Yeah. And just tries to gun down his his ex and her current bow. It's just like, what is going on here? Like, there is so much going on in this movie. Yeah. It's like this is literally. There's two way. There's two things about the Titanic. You have first off, you have the the pride of man being completely torn down by nature. You know, like look what we've made. It's unsinkable. And that whole side of it. And then you have the ultimate tragedy. And I feel like James Cameron made the sinking of the Titanic look cool. Yeah, that's another thing. You know, like like the deaths were like neat or something. It it's like, like, I don't know. It's just kind of weird. When I like rewatch it and I was like, like he makes the death seem cool or something. Like he was so obsessed. Like I want this guy to fall and hit all this stuff on the way down. I just want you to feel that pain. Yeah and I wanted it to look good. Yeah, it's like this really like 
this is a horrible tragedy. <laughs> like this guy's like, have him smack into all the metal bars. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's then, yeah. just so. I hate the word cringy, but I'm using it here. It's cringy as hell. It's a rough one, and it is excruciatingly long. Yeah. I mean, back in the days of VHS, you had this movie came in two tapes. This movie, you had to have a room dedicated to holding this movie because it was such a big box (laughs) of cassette tapes. (laughs) And I really feel like apparently he could have made like a 12-hour movie, too. And... It's just like, why? Well, if there's one thing James Cameron is as a filmmaker, it's long-winded. He makes long movies. All his movies are, like, long. <laughs> Except for maybe The Terminator. <laughs> yeah, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't understand his motivations for doing some of the stuff he did. I don't know. Just. It made a buttload of money. <laughs> yeah. Uh, skyrocketed Kate Winslet's career, I guess, and Leonardo DiCaprio's, which was. They turned out pretty good. Uh, yeah, I mean, they both turned into pretty good actors and a- an actor and actress. So, yeah, but like the people hold this film in esteem, like very high esteem, like it's on a mountain. Yeah, and it's just like, why? Yeah, I don't get it either, honestly. <laughs> yeah, Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, moving on. It had that cool spit scene, so. Anyway, yeah, yeah. My next one. I just realized my next one might cause more backlash than bringing up Bambi. <laughs> but no matter, I've tried watching this movie, and I think ma- I made it through once. But I've I've tried watching it like four times, and I can't do it. And I feel like I don't care. It's just long and boring, and it's like whatever. Yeah, there it is. But people like treat this like it's just like this pinnacle. And I feel like some of the people maybe treat it as like this pinnacle movie haven't even watched it. They just know they're supposed to treat it this like in such high esteem or something. But it's The Godfather. I just I don't care. It's I mean I feel like it's this whole movie just leading to that last scene where he closes the door on his wife. You know? <laughs> and it's just like okay. He he's the Godfather now. <laughs> there you go. I don't care. It's just really long and it's just it's just a I don't know. It's just a movie, but we treat it like it's like more than a movie. I guess I don't know. I I don't get it. But I guess if you if you get it, you get it. I just don't. <laughs> I don't know. I just I feel like my movies. I just don't have much to say about them because everybody knows them. And it's just like, why, Steven, what don't you like about the movie? It's just everything. It just feels long and boring for most parts. And then it'll have like a really quick, exciting scene. Like somebody gets shot to death or something. And then it's just long and boring again. And then somebody gets shot, shot, shot. And then it's long and boring again. And then he closes the door on his wife. And he's the godfather. (laughs) And there's the movie. Oh, Steven. And I mean, you know, he's and he like, yo, he starts all young and innocent. And it's like his transition. It's like, yeah, I know. But I've seen that in like a half hour episode of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't feel like this movie is as entertaining as we treat it. You know, like we treat it like this is like this pinnacle of entertainment. And I don't find it entertaining. And I it's like, I guess it's like a big character study. I just don't get it as an entertainment movie. 
I guess it's just way too slow paced for you. Yeah, maybe. I'm okay with the slow burn. I just don't get this one. Like, like There Will Be Blood is like a slow burn movie uh, in a character study, but I still feel like it holds my attention as far as like the character arc, where the story's going. It's just for some reason The Godfather is just one I can never... I just... Whatever. So, con- congrats <laughs> Marlon Brando and Pacino, I guess. <laughs> James Caan, R.I.P. <laughs> or your character, at least. I guess you're still alive. Yeah, he's still very but, much kicking. Oh, well, he's man. he's kicking. I'm just kidding. Sorry, James Con. I'm sorry if I just offended the fact that you're only kicking and not just really kicking. But <laughs> anyway, yeah. So there you go. I hate that. I hate Bambi and the Godfather. Deal with it. <laughs> oh, Lordy, Stephen. All right, Dakota. What's your next one? Oh, it's like you're intentionally trying to start a riot here. Maybe. I just finally getting these off my chest. So, okay, this one is actually very recent and I probably wouldn't have such a problem with this if everybody wasn't in love with it. I'm talking about Beauty and the Beast. The the live action one is why you mean recent? Yes. Okay. Yes. Just to clarify, because the animated one is pretty great. <laughs> yeah, we were we were just <laughs> children when the one came out. I mean, that was pretty long ago. Although I think we can all admit that he was a lot better looking as a beast <laughs> in the cartoon one. I don't know about the new one. So. Oh, where to begin? Where to begin? How about the beginning? <laughs> oh, my favorite part. <laughs> Ooh, sound of music. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh, a very good place to start. I'm sorry, but this movie is just so just such a horrible mishmash of things. <laughs> it's like they took these ideas uh, that the old movie had, and they're tr- they they tried to infuse like modern ideas with them, like like oh, uh, even though this is like a small rural town in France, and like the Seven, it's the 1700s or <laughs> yeah. something, but let's modernize it. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna throw a few black people in there, and uh, we're gonna have like a lot of people uh, with English accent, and then occasionally with that one person with the French accent, just to remind you you're in France. And then, well, this one guy is just gonna be doing like, what is he? What is he accent? Oh, and it's just, oh what is he accent? That's my favorite new phrase. It's a what is he accent. <laughs> I'm referring to Kevin Klein. He d- he does this <laughs> like it's almost like a really kind of like you got to really listen to him and then you catch the British tones in his voice and then occasionally like per- how he pronounces words will be like a a little French inflection there. And the- but mostly he's just American like like kind of the opposite of Tommy Wiseau. It's like he's just <laughs> The accent, I don't know where it's from. Some some European country where they smoke cigarettes with every meal and black leather jackets are everywhere. Les poissons. <laughs> C'est la vie. <laughs> yeah. And then and then they decide to like keep the musical element in it. Right. Yeah. Well it's, and, I mean Disney. I mean they're gonna keep a musical element. But but they use the same songs. Like can you can you guys do what Charlie and the Chocolate Factory did and 
and like try to try to spice up the song, the old songs. <laughs> sure. Because be to be clear here, the original music in the '90s version, flawless, just flawless, beautiful music. It's a pretty great soundtrack. <laughs> and then yeah. this, it's like you know they gather together like uh, some townsfolk in random places who are like <laughs> the best singers, threw them all in a room together, and like here you go, have at it. And it's just, oh man, Emma Watson is a lifeless dead singer. Here here's what bothers me. It's like they they just took the script from the original animated movie and like changed some things cuz it's still the same story. It unfolds the same way. And they hired like a couple actors to just to just play complete complete fools for the the role of Gaston and Le Pew. LeFou. LeFou, whatever. Not, not Pepe Le Pew. <laughs> and this movie actually turned me against Josh Gad. Like, I I hate Josh Gad. Pixels didn't do it for you. It was, it was Beauty and the Beast. Huh? Yeah. I found out after this he was lobbying to play the Penguin in a Batman movie. <laughs> I I considered getting a hold of Ryson. Just like, how how would I get a hold of this? And how would I transport oh it through the mail? Oh, girl. I considered it. I didn't look into it. That would have been considered. You can check his internet history. It's clean. It's clean. But just so much of this, it was unnecessary. It was. It just. I'm sorry. I'm. I'm gonna get a little, a little preachy here. It just stunk of today's culture, and today's culture kind of sucks. <laughs> just throwing that out there, guys. I'm sorry. I'm not gonna defend this movie. You're not gonna hear any defense from me. And and just uh, another thing, the CGI sucked. <laughs> like, like I found Ron Perlman in the the old '90s Beauty and the Beast TV show better than the Beast that they presented us well, in this. That movie. guy could pull off makeup, though. Yes, yes, good. <laughs> if you just mingle that with Hellboy, you'd have the perfect Beast. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh god. But yeah, nothing. Nothing about this movie did I like. Um, Ewan McGregor, I just despised his character immensely. Um, was he the candle? Yes, he was the candelabra. Candelabra, excuse me. And not a very good one at that. Yeah, but. I made it through ten minutes, uh, and then my wife saw it, told me about it, and what I saw and what she described, I just found it was must, it was just very uninspired. It was like. It was like, well, you know, Cinderella did well, Jungle Book did well, let's poop this out there now. Yeah, and, and it was the most uninspired of the three because even though Cinderella was pretty quaint, it was still endearing in its own way. And Jungle Book found a way to make the story fresh, but still have the, some of the same story elements there. But this one, yeah, it just felt like from what I saw and what I understood, it's pretty beat for beat. Other yeah. than a few little things. Yeah, it's just and I'm sorry, the the BR guest in the old animated movie still looks a hundred times better than what what you see in this movie. And it's it's just so they made so much money off this, it blows my mind. Yeah. It's yeah. I know because at first you go, Why are you remaking a classic? And then you realize, Oh, this made money. 
It'd be like if if we we remade Patton and we just like how dare you? <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> we 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 made it the cast more multicultural and we uh I don't know we we hired like an older a younger guy but we put him in makeup but all the dialogue's the same. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just and then and then we have English people playing the Germans <laughs> like People would be like, "What were you guys trying to accomplish here?" Yeah. Oh, and and we 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 mute the colors and tones on the uniform so they look a little different, and then we we'd basically be accomplishing what. And, and we make Patton almost more of like a pacifist or something. He's got to modernize it. Where war, like, because he glorified war quite a bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Oh boy. Instead of slapping the soldier, he kisses him on the cheek. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. Instead of pistol whipping him, he just starts like just smooching him all over. Gross. We've found our movie. Let's what? do it. I'm just curious. I wonder what what uh, I am like the IMDb rating. Like just normal people, what they gave Beauty and the Beast. Do you know? I actually gave. Hold on, I'm gonna have to look. I gave it one star just to bring down the rating. <laughs> did you actually do that? That is amazing. Yes, yes, I did. And yes, I am that petty. It's got a seven point three on IMDb. With almost two hundred thousand ratings, two hundred thousand ratings. Wow! And so, and it was two hours and nine minutes. They added something. Yes. yes. <laughs> oh, that's too bad. I think it was. I'm, no, I only made it through ten minutes, and I was like, I'm done. <laughs> it was when Emma Watson started singing the little town full of little people bonjour song. I was like. Oh my gosh, she's a lifeless dumpster fire of a singer. Oh my gosh, she just was like, it was lifeless. They honestly probably should have replaced her as a singer. Replaced her out a singer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know if people realize this, but outside of like Julie Andrews and some of those actually like amazing singers, a lot of people are dubbed with other people. Yeah, you You, wouldn't... Like in My Fair Lady, Audrey Hepburn's not singing, but... You either don't know that or you don't care, even if you do. <laughs> well, the performance was so solid, we just didn't care. Yeah, because she's good. Pe- some people can act, but they can't sing, and that's okay. I don't I don't get this whole, like, they have to do their own singing, or, like, the late Miz thing where it's, like, they actually sang live on set and, like, ah, whatever. <laughs> it just ends up hurting a lot of movies. But I think what you've pointed out is I think this whole movie was just a bad idea. But, unfortunately, because it made money, Disney's going to keep crapping these out <laughs> yeah i'm uh i'm silently afraid they're gonna they're gonna remake pocahontas any day now Ooh. oh man that could be a tough one <laughs> mulan is coming people yeah i mean that's they're figuring out a way to do a winnie the pooh one too so i don't know we'll see what happens anyway let's move on let's move on we'll just end that all right let's put this show out of its misery uh y- y- that's you how many have we done here? Did you do I've, all? You, I did my three. You did all three. So we're on my last one now, which my last one is one that did get a lot of critical attention, Oscar attention, and I feel like audiences really, really, uh, really uh, latched onto this one too. So it made me curious. It didn't make me curious enough where I was like overly hyped or anything, but I went in going, I'm kind of curious about this. I liked the director and other, in other places and things like that. So. I uh, gave it a shot and just did not think it was I mean it it was fine. I just I just didn't care for it a whole lot. Gravity. 
is what I'm referring to, is Sandra Bullock ah. and George Clooney at times. Uh, <laughs> I I don't know. It was just... It was fine. I just didn't get the over... I didn't find it that captivating or entertaining. And then I was surprised when I found out that a lot of people did find it very entertaining, very captivating, and that it kind of like reinvigorated Sandra Bullock a little bit. Um, Not that she was like bad in it, but it was like, why was this the movie that people really liked? It was very, I don't know. Is avant-garde the right word? I don't know what it was. Yeah. Um, well, it was directed by Alfonso Coran. And, yeah. I mean, the guy could make like a 10-hour video of painting a fence, and people would be like, ooh, so so subtle, so, so yeah. magnificent. And, and he does have unique ways of filmmaking. I mean, you see it even in the Harry Potter. He directed Prisoner of Azkaban, which kind of changed the trajectory of how the Harry Potter movies looked. And Children of Men had some interesting shots. He did a lot of long takes in that yeah. in that movie and interesting camera angles. And I, I really feel like Gravity was like more of like a technical like a technical challenge for him than anything. But I thought overall, like I don't know, and I just found it kinda unbelievable too. Like it kept taking me out how unbelievable the situation was. <laughs> like she would just be dead. <laughs> I just feel like she would just be wherever George Clooney was. Yeah, I think that's the problem of uh, when you do sci-fi, but uh, very realistic sci-fi. I think that's one of the reasons why people kind of hate on uh, Christopher Nolan's um, Interstellar. Interstellar. I almost said Inception. Man, he has too many movies to start with an I. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, it's... Oh, man, you got to... You got to just kind of jump in with two feet. That's what I did. I mean, you just got to go along with the story. And really the only the only interesting about this movie, uh, uh, movie I thought um, were like the dis- kind of like the chaotic destruction scenes and how he shot those. Yeah, that was probably the most interesting part because even her as a character, I wasn't really latching to her. I don't know. It was just like, I don't know. Is this another one where it was like, it is what it was. I just didn't care. <laughs> yeah. And then, it, and then I, and then I just kept thinking about how unbelievable everything was. <laughs> George Clooney. It was for me. I know you're not a big of a fan of it, but, um, he was honestly probably the only decent actor in there. And granted, it's just basically, I think four actors in the whole movie. Yeah. Something like that. Yep. But yeah, that would definitely be another one that I just didn't care for. Um probably not as controversial as my other two picks for not like not liking since I picked Bambi and the Godfather, but But yeah, these are just these are just a taste of some of the ones that uh a lot of people seem to have affections for, especially like Godfather, Bambi, Titanic, uh, you know, things like that. Uh, even Sleeping Beauty in a lot of ways too, uh, but man, we just we just for one reason or another just don't care for them. Uh, but yeah, that's just us. So let us know what you think about our picks, or maybe ones you think uh, we should have talked about because um, you have feelings about them. 
Uh, you can let us know. You can let us know on Facebook, uh, on Twitter, where we places where we put these things up, and we put other this and that's on there of trailers that are coming out and movie news and and things like that. So we hope you're you're doing that and uh, and letting us know you're there. It's and, uh, and just kind of a way to su- show your support. And then also uh, another way you can do that is through sub- subscribing to us through YouTube, our iTunes, Stitcher, whatever. Just uh, do that. And then of course. There's always places, ways there you can leave reviews or thumbs up if that's your thing, too. So uh, we hope you do that. We're really enjoying bringing you more episodes as we're slowly crawling our way to 100 episodes. We're in the 80s now, which is kind of crazy. Uh, so and we're, this, we're coming into like doing this for three years, which is kind of crazy, too. Yeah, it doesn't seem that long ago we started doing it. Yeah, it's kind of crazy that we've been doing episodes for three years and... Uh, yeah, so we just thank you again for listening and for all the other ways that um, you have shown us support or given us tips or comments. So please keep doing that, um, and we'll just uh, we'll catch you next time. Then, so this is Stephen. This is Dakota. See you later. <laughs> <laughs>